Hey, everybody, it's Kate. Listen, I've got the silver rounds. The replica coins uh, are replicated from the first coin ever made in America. Uh, It has the Kate Daly Show insignia on it. Be faithful, be fearless. These wonderful silver rounds, which are real silver, I get asked that a lot, real silver, are available at the studio. Uh, So if you're local to me or coming through town, Canyon Media Studios, all you need to do is Google that. Canyon Media Studios. And you can come by and get one with cash or a check. That's fine. And also you can order online. Please do this. We are hearing that we might get some digital currency implemented on us starting in May. You must have currencies at your disposal. And, you know, I think that silver will only go up. That's my personal opinion. But talking to experts, they feel the same way, too. This is a great way to showcase uh, your love for truth and media. Keep us on the air and also put some silver back in your pocket for you and your loved ones. Please come by and get some of these replica coins, these silver rounds, or order online at katedallyradio.com at the top of the page. And thank you from the bottom of my heart in helping save truth in radio. Thank you. My name is Vincent, and I've been in the field of nutrition and dietetics for 30 years. And what I realized as a nutritionist, I was trying to get all my fruits and vegetables in, but I would be so preoccupied with trying to do things, I would forget to eat. So all of a sudden, it's the end of the day, and I haven't had my fruits and vegetables. I think a lot of people are in that situation. I found balance of nature, and I looked at the ingredients, and I thought, this is exactly what I need. And so after trying it for about a week, I'm not a morning person, but I started getting up early, and I started feeling better because I had more energy. I think, of course, as a nutritionist, it's best to get all you can from your diet. But it wasn't until I started taking balance of nature that I started noticing a difference. So that's when I thought, okay, there's something about balance of nature that I need to tell the world about. So here I am. Jumpstart your journey to better health for the new year and get $25 off plus a free fiber and spice when you use discount code KATE. Progressive liberals must be accompanied by an adult. The show starts now. Just be true to what you said on paper. But somewhere I read of the freedom of assembly. Somewhere I read of the freedom of speech. Somewhere I read of the freedom of press. Somewhere I read that the greatness of America is the right to protest. Monday. We're live today. How are you, Uncle Milty? He's back. I'm back. Yeah. Live is another question. (laughs) (laughs) We'll determine that by the end of the show. How you feeling? How you doing? I'm 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 doing way better, but it was a it was a tough one. It was a tough one. If it hadn't been for the nutritional changes I've made in the last two years, Mm -hmm. I think it might have been the one that got me. Whoa. It was that bad. Wow. Wow. Um, and I, I even let them test me for all mm-hmm. the crud, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which is all the same. Wh- that's wh- all the same test. Well, he, yeah. You know, why parcel it out at this point? It's all the same symptoms. That's what they told me. <laughs> I said, well, what are the, what what's the results of the right, test? Right. If it tests for COVID, what do you do? Nothing. If I test for RSV, what do you do? Nothing. The flu? Oh, we give you Tamiflu. Oh yeah, lots of money to be made on Tamiflu. But so. So basically, mm-hmm. they came back and said all the tests were negative. You don't have mm-hmm. any of those. But there are hundreds <laughs> of respiratory viruses that it could uh-huh. be. But based on our mission, mm-hmm. 
our, not our medical practice, oh, oh. based on our mission, hmm. since we can't identify the virus, we just have to send you home. Drink lots of fluids, and good luck to you. Wow. Pretty much. You know, it's uh, just utterly fascinating what uh, what they've turned this, this circus into. And it is the same test. It's all the same test. Yeah. There's nothing. You're just, you're testing to test, really. That's what you're doing. I, I don't know that you really gleam anything off of those tests well, at all. What I asked the doctor is, mm-hmm. why don't you just tell the truth? Mm-hmm. And instead of saying you're testing to find out the virus, why don't you just say you're testing for data collection? Yeah. Ooh, how'd that go over? She didn't Lead like balloon? that. Lead balloon? Yeah, she didn't like that. Um, and they're also, they're also uh, testing to then sell you on whatever vaccine they've created. Oh, yeah. So, you know, the whole egg shortage, the avian flu, um, you know, there's a lot of money to be made. Donald Rumsfeld was one of those making a ton of money off the avian flu. Tamiflu was, you know, came out of the avian flu, right? And so here we are again. And I just find it interesting. Just want to pose this particular question. Anybody with uh, homegrown chickens that's having that problem? Or is it just the big farms that they claim that it's at and they're culling the chickens so that we have an egg shortage? I'm just I'm just wondering, because, you know, if something's going to hop over from Japan, I mean, it better be something big that hits all the chickens. But no, not really. I actually think I may have had the avian flu Mm. because I realized that for the last seven days, I haven't laid an egg. (laughs) So... Thank you for that. Um, yeah, it's it's a circus, you guys. I know someone that went into the hospital um, and uh, 69 oxygen and didn't want, immediately refused remdesivir and um, the ventilator. And they were told to go home with a 69 oxygen. Uh, all they had to do was administer oxygen, right? That's all they had to do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, told to go home and... Um, and uh, Susan helped him. Susan helped him get the right information, information that we've done on the show. And and uh, he's alive today because of that. And uh, Susan running around helping him, efforts made in, in his behalf. And got him got him the, uh, high do- the high-dose vitamins, got him the IVs, which you had. You mm-hmm. had an IV over yep. at uh, Bella 2, Michelle yep, Tanner, I right? Did. Did and wonderful. Yep, and did all those things. And he's alive today, and I'm so thankful for that. And... That story repeats and repeats and repeats and repeats. <clears throat> Isn't it interesting that nobody, I never got a single message or letter that said, oh, hey, my spouse was in, you know, on its on their deathbed and we administered, you know, these things. And because of those things, because of the high dose vitamins, they passed away. That never happened. That didn't happen. Not even one time. <laughs> Yet, I can give you tons of what the ICUs did to, pe- to people, but... So, so that was another point. Mm-hmm. Fortunately for me, mm-hmm. I already have had oxygen. Yeah. So I have all the equipment. Right, right. I haven't used it in over a year. Right. But I had it for this, and I needed it for this. Right, right. It's really good to have a machine at your home, you guys. And when they were l- telling case. me I had to leave the ER mm-hmm. and go home, and they said, and we're sorry, we can't send oxygen with you. Mm-hmm. 
because they know I needed it. Right, right, right. And I said, oh, that's not a problem. I have my own equipment. And you, <laughs> you'd have thought I just shot him. I mean, <laughs> it was like you could see the look of yeah. sadness he had. But what I wanted to say is, I have some spare oxygen equipment. Mm-hmm. And if anyone finds themselves in a situation where their oxygen levels so do are I. down between 85 and 80, mm-hmm. and they need oxygen and they can't get it, or lower. get a hold of Uncle Milty. <laughs> I have extra equipment that right. I can let you use to get through right. it. I, I'm the same way. I, and I hope all of you are doing that just because it's something you need to have on hand. Um, I would highly recommend it. I'd highly recommend putting out on Facebook, go get those IVs. If, if you suddenly become sick, and yours could have been a bacteria oh, yeah. easily. Um, and, uh, and if that's the case, you know, you can see bacteria and toxin and all those things, um, parasites under a microscope. Can't see virus unless they mix it up in a vat of disease, which, hmm, kind of a strange story. But anyway, I just... I, I look at the I look at the care um, given by people who have monstrous egos who can't look at common sense, and I I have so much distrust for them now. It's really pathetic. I know my husband had a knee replacement, and that was actually that was actually um, you getting a message. <laughs> that was um, so my husband had a knee replacement, and he's doing great by the way. And uh, and it was PTSD going back in and. And doing that, but the experience was great. The experience was great, and for those reasons, I can see why the medical industry is needed. I don't know anyone else on earth that can, you know, saw down your femur and your tibia and put a knee in. Okay, I get it, but for straight up illness, I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. I saw egos. I saw people that were ignorant. I saw people who absolutely and intentionally intentionally did not want to look for any real answers. And they went with, um, oh, this other doctor told me or the NIH told me, and I'm, I'm good with that. And that kind of ignorance is so grotesque to me um, that I would never put a, the life of my loved one in those hands ever. So it's been, it's been really kind of crazy, hasn't it, to kind of see what's been taking place the last three years and what we're actually what we have is a future of medicine. Carrie Madej spoke, Dr. Carrie Madej, Dr. Paul Thomas spoke, and um, when, when Dr. Carrie Madej spoke, she talked about the fact, which we talked about on the show, that, um, that we would no longer, there'll be a point where you, those facilities, everything is just unnecessary for most things. You, they, would, they would have so much equipment inside of you to upload that the doctors would not have to actually see you at all anymore to inject things in your body via the things inside your body, that these receptors that can, that can actually dis, disperse things in your, in your body, right? Yeah, the neuroports. Yeah, we talked about this because they've been gloating about this for a decade, that this is the direction we're going. Yet I know when you hear it, it's hard to believe, right? You think, how could that be? It's because it's challenging the way we've always done it. But don't think for a second it's not the way that we're going. We are going that way. And we are stupid enough to line up for shots and utterly stupid enough to, uh, to line up for the shots of the drip system that delivers those things in our bodies. You can't act ignorant anymore. Stop acting ignorant. It's all around you. It's all in front of you now. It's just, it's sickening. And I... Now that I've seen it firsthand and got those experiences, 
I was amazed at the level of ignorance and ego. I couldn't believe it. I was shocked, actually. Just, oh, I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you're okay. Oh, so am I. But I, you know, I had the ability to just say, look, I, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you, get, you don't know what it is. I have a cold and uh, I'll yeah, go home and take care of myself. Your body's you fighting know? to get over something. Yeah. And a lot of stuff's dropped in our path. And so here we go. And, and uh, we, we just, there's so many lies. I think this is the biggest lie over the chickens. I think that the egg shortage is absolutely 100% manufactured. And it's sickening. It's sickening because people won't call it out. I, I don't, I, it's just, it's getting to the point where you, you better start calling it out. We need, we need more lions and less lambs. This is getting ridiculous, you know? The, the fewer people that speak out, yeah. when especially yeah. when they know the truth, right. is what allows this to keep continuing. I know. If you would just say, no, I know. I'm not doing it, I'm not listening, it's too obvious. you can't do it, you can't force me, <laughs> send the cops, right. let's see what happens. Right. You and, know? Yeah. If they, you know, and, and they should honestly have licenses taken away for saying something is safe and effective and not knowing that it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm really tired of that kind of ignorance and it's blatant and it's actually intentional now because they know it's not right. The CDC finally went, Oh, I guess you might, might get a stroke from those shots within 22 to 44 days of the boosters for anyone over 65. Finally, finally said that maybe, maybe we're considering it. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all the truth has to leak out because you can't not see what's in front of you. Um, and I know people that have had strokes right after the boosters. And yet, what do we do? Like sheeple, we keep walking towards the, the shots. The stupidity of that. Putting yourself in grave danger for what? And for a future of um, that leads into transhumanism, Elon Musk says some bold things about AI, and I'll even play a clip for you in the next hour. By the way, Pesta joins us in the last hour too to talk about that crazy statue that they unveiled in Boston for MLK. But anyway, um, what was I saying before that? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he says a lot of crazy things, but the one thing he doesn't say, the one thing he doesn't say, is that. We all, we all become that. It's, it's, it's a matter of how do we, how do we get the citizenry to turn into AI? Cause he keeps, he, and I'll, I'll share more about that in the next hour, but it's kind of crazy. Be right back. We have a lot to discuss even locally. Be right back. Kate Talley's show, Milty's back. That's good news. Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. See the girl with the diamond ring? She knows how to shake that thing. All right, now, now. become so popular and make so much money in a world of oppression. Tell your mama. Well, people people don't see color when you're blind. <laughs> <laughs> That's... 
How on earth? How on earth did he make it? I mean, my gosh, you know, think about it. Oh, good grief. Um, so, <laughs> one of the first millionaire, you know, millionaire black women happened, uh, what, beginning of the 1900s? Late 1800s? Anyways, you know, I mean, how did they make it? I don't know, because so much oppression. Anyways, so uh, welcome back to the show. And um, look, uh, Liberty Youth Academy, what a great academy to send your kids to. They have one in Tucson. They have one here. And uh, this school is so great. I love this school. I've spoken to this school several times, uh, spoken at the school, you know. And I just love these kids. And they're giving that right kind of education, a classical education, truthful education, and none of the garbage. And I love, love, love what they're doing. And you need to get your kids out of public school and get them in there. It's K through 12, and you'll love it. Um, please go to libertyyouthacademy.org. And if you don't have a kid um, that can go to that, help them. Donate to them. Make sure they stay around. That's the only place I'd put a kid right now. Locally. That's the only place. What does that tell you? <laughs> All right. So, uh, libertyyouthacademy.org. You'll love those guys. Also, uh, invasionbook.com. Please go get the book. Liberty, um, treeoflibertysociety.com. I got that right. right. Tree, yep. Treeoflibertysociety.com and uh, invasionbook.com. Go get the book that can help us with our cities and counties. Um, also, uh, ABC, ABC Auto. Love them, too. They're fantastic. Make sure that you, uh, if you're in an accident, go to ABC. Hands down. They're amazing. Um, tell them we sent you, too. Um, so much to say. Uh, I also wanted, well, there's a couple things. Let's, let's start with... Let's start with MLK for just a second. Um, Deseret News had this big slobbery article about this op-ed about how, who is John Powell because he only spells his name with lowercase, because he doesn't believe in the universe that we're over anything. I don't, what does that even mean? Anyway, how do we live together when we profoundly disagree? The interesting part about that is that you get into a conversation about this and um, the conversation goes to basically, I will manipulate you into thinking lies nicely. And if you go along with that, then we can have a discussion. Like I'll give you an example. Black Lives Matters. Black, Black Lives Matters is basically white people having to deal with the fact that black people still have so much oppression, but they're coming out of it and it's dealing with the inequality to the equality and how we're dealing with the level of equality because they never had it. And now we have to deal with this. Um, and then the person interviewing him says basically, Oh, you put that so nicely. Is that what you mean by overcoming our differences? And basically he's saying, if you just agree with me, if you agree with that statement, then we can live in a nice world. But if you disagree with me, we no longer have a nice world to live in. And you're the problem, white folk. That's <laughs> so, it. Uh, it was stunning. I have to give him that. It was stunning. But this big slobbery piece was in Deseret News about and, how amazing he is. And on top of everything else, it absolutely ignores the truth of history. <laughs> I know. Uh, but, you know, that's... There were there were some beliefs. There were people with some beliefs, um, and uh, and looked down on other people. And then they would create regulations and, and and laws within their communities because of those beliefs. But the country wasn't founded on that. 
No. Okay. So <laughs> we'll talk about it more. Um, and uh, I also wanted to uh, let you know, you know, the LGBT, there's a fact, small minority faction of the LGBT community around here locally that is really, really, really um, disingenuous, deceitful, doing the whole copy and paste thing and bombarding um, elected officials with what it looks like to be a big crowd because of the farmer's market thing. And it's not, it's not. It's not, it's not a big crowd at all. They're just cutting and pasting and emailing and, and doing all of these things to make it look like they're huge. Yeah. Well, um, they are wanting to shut down Tanner, wanting to shut down, the only person speaking up for you, Tanner, because the rest of the council and the mayor obviously buy into all this crap. And um, Jimmy, Jimmy's the worst. Danielle, Greg, Natalie, they're the worst. Anyways, um, and Randall, oh, don't even get me started, but... You know, they, they are they, at their heart, no backbone, no spine, ignorance, and a lot of, um, they like, they want to be reelected, thinking that this big group is the whole of St. George, and they want to be reelected over it, so they're letting all of this just happen in our community. And they're being extremely deceptive because mm-hmm. they know that community yeah. is small. I know. But they're willing to tell us right. we get hundreds of emails. That I means know. something. Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't mean something when you're getting hundreds of emails from the same person. <laughs> yeah. Just consider them bots. That's, a, that's kind yeah. of how they're driving it. Yeah. Um, a lot of bots out there. They're not real people. Anyway, so they're, they're trying to do this. And you realize that they tried to pass, Madame Mayor, may I speak? They're trying to pass that ordinance. We have to, if you address the mayor, you have to say, Madame, like Madame, we should just say Madame Mayor. Yeah. Anyway, Madame Mayor, may I speak? Are they trying to... I thought it was I thought it was a joke when I heard it. I thought it was a joke just no, 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 it's real. It. It's real. They would love to pass this so that so that and they have a whole new set of Roberts rules and oh, a new set. Oh yes, not the same old yes. Roberts oh, rules that have been used I, for centuries. No. And they want to instigate um, um, free speech zones. Well, that's important well, because our, that yeah. way they can instigate yeah. non-free speech zones along with exactly. it. Yes, exactly. Well, our whole country is a free speech zone, but never yeah. mind that. No, never no, mind that. that no, we matter. need. We need them in our community. And I and, and my question, my first question of that was, oh, really? Why is that? Why are they trying to do that? And they said, well, there was a couple of protesters that weren't as nice as other protesters. Didn't do anything. Just not as nice. Not as um, nice. You know, they don't they don't ever say what they actually did. And, and so because of that, we need free speech zones. So Eric Clark and the rest of his little band of hoodlums, uh, the attorneys, uh, came up with this free speech zone. And I, I would love to tell Eric, can you be an American? I don't know. I know it's hard. I know it's tough. Um, can you be an actual American? We would really appreciate that as a community. This is like a PSA from us. Um, really appreciate if you if you would either, you know, I don't know, stand up for the country, um, understand what America's about. And um, so I don't know if the mayor has him writing it or he's writing it and presenting to the mayor, but they're all on board. Madame mayor and free speech zones and new rules because, you know, those meetings, people might show up and not agree with them. And if you don't applause for uh, Mayor Randall, well, then you're a nasty person. So you can't come to the meetings unless you're applauding, unless you're applauding or like a seal, then you, you can't come anymore. So that's how they want the meetings to go. This is what we did with getting a woman in mayor as mayor, just for the record. 
Fun times in St. George. Fun times. I think that we should just force the city council uh-huh. to do a class on the French Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> that, I think, might help oh, them gosh. kind of figure it out. These people are such hacks. And they're running for office again, you guys. Uh, we're not fortunate enough to get Randall out. Um, I wish. I pray for the day because she's such a hot mess, conniving little thing. But Hughes and Larkin, MacArthur, um, I think they're all up. And I hope people, good people that can run for office would run in their stead. I, I hope that they, we can get good people in there. Um, Jimmy's a hack. He should have never been in public office. Sorry. But his, this is just not the job for him. And he has no, no spine at all. And he'll go along with whatever anybody tells him. It's like a lap dog. <laughs> you know, like that. Daniel Larkin, Greg MacArthur, both very, very, very liberal. So, you know, we have problems. And we need to fix the problems by getting people in that will point out what Michelle Tanner's pointing out all the time and don't let this little faction of this little lgbtq group win you know so i actually said on friday that we i want to i want a resolution i want to i want to have a resolution drawn up that we play god save the queen at every meeting i think that'd be fun don't you the british version of you know god save the queen i think we should come on let's really have some fun with this i mean if we're gonna go madame mayor let's go come on i stop there you know, so thanks, the, Eric, for that. That was that was fun. The nerve of these people is just amazing. I know. The Washington County Republican women yeah. are presenting what's new in Washington County with Gil Omquist, Adam Snow, and Victor Iverson at the Abbey Inn on February 2nd at 11.30 a.m. $25 a plate to listen to the same crump you can hear any day of the week from these three stooges. But $5 goes to the Washington County School District. For what? They have enough money? They're taxing us to the hill. Oh, no, apparently not. Not getting enough in taxes, eh? Oh, it's their scholarship fund. I'm sorry. Mm. For their scholarship fund. Why don't people realize that this is they're going to pay mm-hmm. to hear what they complain about? Yep. I know. You, you, <laughs> uh, oh, good anybody grief. who pays $25 a seat to go listen to these three stooges is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And people will do it. Sadly, people will do it. Um, I'm sure. I, I can't imagine spending an evening like that. I just can't. It's not even an evening. Is it's it a in lunch? the middle eleven thirty AM on mm. February second. It's a weekday. <laughs> Aren't, Sorry. They're they're you know giving up their lunch hour for this. That, yeah. Well I just sometimes don't know what to say, guys. And you know, we we have such a hot mess in this community right now, and people don't see it. And, and the school is 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 going more globalist, more globalist. Now they brought in this I trade thing about uh, you know global trade. Um, Michael Le, Michael Le, Le Globia is uh, all over this thing, and and you know they're moving in all these directions. Is my point, and. People don't see it, and they don't see the faction of this LGBTQ group that's so screwed up mentally. They they they've turned the farmers market into something it's not. They can't talk about the issue of of people getting freebies. You know what I mean? They can't do that because they know they lose the argument. 
um, because their group is getting freebie um, on fees. So they can't do that argument. They had to turn it into a um, LGBTQ rights argument. And that's the stupidity of this group. That's the utter stupidity. They can't have an actual, an actual conversation about what's actually happening. So you turn it into something else. It's easy, right? You get, you get the masses to think that something else is going on and that LGBTQ people are somehow being deprived of something. That's not what's happening. Not at all. Not even in the ballpark. Um, but you know what? Danielle, oh, she's a goof. Danielle and uh, Greg and, the, and, and Randall will eat it up. And they'll make sure the meetings, they'll probably get to a point where I see that they have closed door meetings somehow, some way. They want to go in that direction. And I think that someday they will do it because they don't want anyone telling them, you know, how terrible they are at their jobs. They don't want anyone pointing out that they're extremely liberal progressive and ruining this country with our city. They don't want people to, to say that to them. And so here we are, you know. They're going to continuously do these little resolutions after resolution, after more rules and more rules. And they'll totally, they'll totally uh, shove Tanner under the bus anytime they can, Councilwoman Tanner. We'll be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Don't you come back no more. What you say? Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more. Welcome back, Kate Dallas. Ray Charles. Love it. Welcome back. Um, look, uh, if you need a garage door, garage doors only, you know that. Just give your business to them. They're great. And um, look, uh, garage doors only. Uh, 435-868-1200, best of Southern Utah, over and over and over and over again. They do uh, Nevada and Utah. And uh, if you have a broken garage door, let them fix it. Even if they didn't put it in, they'll fix it. They got great techs. And uh, and also they have the best uh, variety and the best name uh, brand names uh, to choose from. I mean, talk about every kind of th- garage door you could imagine, and they'll help you to design that, because sometimes I can change the whole face of your house, right? Um, what a great company, though. Uh, garage doors only. Love those guys. And uh, Beehive Equipment, those guys are fantastic. Beehive Equipment is awesome. Look, if you need any kind of equipment, go to Beehive. Go to Beehive, hands down, please. Um, they're patriots. They have everything, even down to hound tools and big cat equipment and you name it, everything in between. So any kind of project you're doing, if you're going to spray paint, if you're going to, whatever it is, just go to Beehive Rental. Do it the easy way. <laughs> They'll take care of business for you and give you a great price. Um, I had some questions about um, oxygen. Look, uh, you can order a machine on Amazon. You don't have to get it through Amazon. Um, you can go other places too. I'm just kind of telling you that it's that easy to get. Okay. About $300. But you could have one in your home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Insurance won't pay for it if you don't have a doctor's prescription. But, right. But they've gotten very inexpensive. Well, you know, we have to stop relying on, well, my, my insurance doesn't yeah. cover that. So, you know what? You're going to have to fork out some money to help yourself sometimes. I mean, other than what the insurance will do or not do. I don't know why we get ourselves in that box, too. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because mm-hmm. my son mm-hmm. doesn't carry health insurance. 
Interesting. And he doesn't believe in it. He right. thinks it's cheaper to self-insure. Yeah. So he left for Mexico last mm-hmm. week. Got there, had the same bug I had when he right. got there. Right. Called the concierge doctor. Doctor came up, gave him a, um, an IV, uh-huh. gave him the prescription, Z-Pac, uh-huh. right. um, and some... It also went into my eyes. I right. got pink eye. So he gave him the erythromycin ointment mm-hmm. for that. A hundred bucks. Really? A hundred bucks. For his visit and everything? Yeah. You know... He'd have paid more than that if he had health insurance. <laughs> You're so right. Oh, good gravy. Um, we really... We just we need to think differently. That's why I say um, hyperbaric machines, oxygen. Just make sure you have other things at your disposal yeah. so you can help yourself. Because actually, it's a lot cheaper to do it that way. Um, and then understand herbs and, and understand yes. all of those things. Because we truly do have things at our disposal all around us and God was really good to us and he put gave us an immune system that could withstand so much and they were talking about that over at the a better way conference uh your health freedom dixie did a great job on that by the way and uh they did a great job at explaining those these things you know um how much the body can do what it can do and if it's just given proper nutrition what it can do well i'll tell you right now i give absolute credit to getting through this without any serious, serious issues due to my nutritional changes the last couple of years, including balance of nature. I know. I wish people would get it. Not a question. I've had similar bad Mm -hmm. viruses Mm -hmm. before that came close to killing me. Mm -hmm. This one was bad, but it didn't come close to killing me. Right. Um, Look, Please believe us on the balance of nature thing. I, I'm, we won't go without it. And uh, I just gave some to another relative, too, because uh, I, I'm telling you, it, it does wonderful things. Wonderful things. Um, liquid vitamin C also have that in your possession, too. That does great things, um, really great things. And pine needle tea. Pine needle tea has more vitamin C in a cup than all the oranges, the truckload of oranges. Pine needle tea, boy, it's underestimated on how many things it can do. But uh, honestly, people cut up pine needles, put them in a... Um, <laughs> In hot water, steam them, and it has a load of vitamin C. It's amazing. <laughs> it's funny you say that, because that? while I was sick, I, mm-hmm. I sat in my chair in mm-hmm. the living room for a long time. <laughs> Endlessly. And I watched 630-plus mm-hmm. episodes of Wagon Train. <laughs> How was that? that it go? was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I liked the show, and, and so I watched them episode one, season one. Mm-hmm. And... Throughout that series of shows, Mm -hmm. many times the people on the wagon train get sick and are saved by American Indian treatments. Yep. Yep. Many, many times throughout the show, you see this happen. Of course you do. They were so tied into the herbs mm-hmm. and, and what was on the earth and, uh, and really got it. That part they, they just understood I, like no other. Amazing. Um, how have you been getting through the drought, though? I think everybody wants to know how the drought's been for you. It's been so tough on all of us. I, I had to buy a new bucket <laughs> to bail. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, they must be just having the hardest time not wanting to scream drought because they love drought. Yeah. They love the whole narrative of drought. But it's going to be raining all week long where I'm at. And it's so funny, too, because they just can't. I am sure they're just they're itching to get to the spring so they can claim drought again. 
You know, back in October when we had the first storm, uh-huh. I said I researched it and I said, "Look, the drought cycle <laughs> here is ten years. Yeah, ten years uh-huh. of drought, ten mm-hmm. years of normal precipitation right, goes right, back right, and forth. Right. Has been since 1880. It's cyclical. It's <laughs> and I said this storm is telling me that even though this drought has uh-huh. been 12 years, uh-huh. which is a couple years longer than normal, right. we're getting ready to head into the period of normal <laughs> precipitation. We're there." <laughs> we are there. But you know they're just itching. I mean, you know that like Randall's sitting over there going, can I just say liquid gold again? Because it's liquid gold. Yeah. Um, you know they're just, they're dying to just get this, to, to just, they're dying for spring to come and summer. And then when we get to summer, just watch, the headlines will be, we have never had this heat in the history of the last, but they'll have to go back only like a couple of years yeah. because they can't go back to cyclical. If they show you cyclical years, then they lose the argument, but they will frame it in new ways. You will think this summer we're having the biggest drought of our lives, of our lifetime in the history of America, in the history of the world. I promise you that. Just wait till the headlines. Just mark my words. Remember this podcast in January. Um, remember this on the air in January, Okay. They will claim it's the worst of the worst of the worst. And Spencer Cox will do nothing but get out there and ring the bell for drought. It, it, it's sickening. I know it's sick. It's kind of like the health department telling you you're going to die any moment from a, from a respiratory ailment. But, um, and what's this, next, what's this new one? What is it? X something? X something 1.5? XB? X, they, they went with letters and numbers this time. Because the Omicron, they got totally murdered in the name. Um... XBB, XBB 1.5. Oh, I, I don't pay attention to oh, any of that Oh, yeah, that's anymore. right. I haven't seen it in the headlines for a few days. They might be kind of realizing that people aren't buying into this yeah. complete and total and utter BS anymore. But the health department will proclaim it proudly. So I probably had mm-hmm. 50 people from church contact me while I was sick, mm-hmm. and not one asked me if I had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> they know you too well. Yeah. Oh, goodness. But, you know, the medical personnel will... Make sure you hear about it every five seconds. I also want to let you guys know, and I know you know this. You probably all know this. Um, but uh, we have a lot of people that they are bringing in from Venezuela in the state of Utah. In the state of Utah. And um, this is important to know because they're bypassing everything in order to bring them in. And, you know, Biden launched that new sponsorship program in October And it was modeled after the one they were using for the Ukrainians. (laughs) And so, you know, their biggest problem, get this, was they didn't want them to have to go through the dangerous border in Central America because it's laden with drug czars. So instead of that, they wanted to just put them on a plane and bring them over, bypassing all of really the immigration rules and just bring them to the state of Utah. So we're going to get even more people from Venezuela brought in by plainfuls um because how dare they have to go up in a journey through central america to come through the actual border oh can't have that anymore wow so they're resettling here we always do have the welcome arms see because what we do is we confuse the fact that why we have immigration laws with charity and charity is supposed to include anyone that wants to come to the country can come over anytime and you don't have to even know what they're about or who they are. So in the state of Utah, we get this confused a lot with religion. We think that in order to be Christ-like, 
we shouldn't have any laws about borders, about countries, about boundaries, and that it is the Christian thing to do to then bring them to the state of Utah. And I can't think of anything more false than that. We have border issues for a reason. The people that constructed the Constitution knew that. They knew that they wanted it to be years and years to um, be able to come to this country through a process because they wanted to be, be able to vet the people. They wanted them to adopt this new style of government. They didn't want them to come with their ideas from other countries where kings were very popular and being ruled was very popular. So they made these laws. Well, those laws are supposed to be border wide, right? On the borders. And uh, we confuse that a lot in the state. We really do. We have a hard time thinking. A lot of people think our even churches like my own are, are so UN operated, UN, you know, UN, UN, UN. Well, UN just wants borderless countries. Yeah. It's Unfor- not right. Unfortunately, the only borderless country in the world today is mm-hmm. the United States. Yeah. No other country is going along with this. Right. Right. They've all had too many problems with immigration. I, I know, but uh, over in America, see, they play on our Christian belief as the segue into you should be welcoming of everybody. You know, I love a, a good story about somebody coming to this country and wanting to make something for themselves. My husband just happened to, to, to see the, 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 the movie McFarland again, okay? And all of those uh, kids that ran track for McFarland, it was a school in California, and how um, it, you know, it got them to win all these championships, and it was a little, it was a migrant community, and the kids, you know, worked alongside their parents and then went to school all day. Nothing like, everybody likes to see a story of just a human being being better, okay, having a better life. Nobody's against that. But we do, we do have these things for a reason. And when we bypass that, then we no longer have the country that people want to come to because they think we have the American dream here. So (laughs) it's really, um, it's really a mistake to fall into the trap that, that morality means borderless. Morality towards another human being means that you can't have immigration laws. We're not saying that no one can come. We're saying we have laws for a reason. Could we change some of those laws, make it a little faster? As long as we're vetting, we know who's coming in. Um, okay. All right. I'm open to that discussion. But to say that we fly them in to bypass the border because it's a little dangerous with all those czars, the drug czars. I mean, come on, right? Well, the 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 real issue to me <laughs> is be kidding. all of these people who think this is all well and good mm-hmm. all draw the line somewhere. Right. They're right. just telling us yeah. where they want to the draw line, the line drawn. And yes. But and what if it yeah. was cannibalism? Right. <laughs> what if people were coming right. here that came from a culture of cannibalism? Yeah. Would they draw the line there? No. I actually don't think they would because, you know, all churches, there's a lot of people within all the churches that think the churches are now very liberal because they embrace, you know, um, 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 illegals, which is really what they're doing is the act of illegality. But the fact that that we turn it into a we're liberal people who like people from all nations and we just want everyone to be happy. Well, I'm sorry, honey. That's just not how it works. And I, um, I don't want to flee to Mexico to try to be happy. I actually like the United States. I like the laws here. If you want to come here, go through our process. 
become a citizen, welcome to you. That's right? not fast enough. <laughs> and everything done under the guise of emergency. When was the last time you heard about Venezuela being in the um, in the headlines? It's uh, been a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and if you know the true story about what happened to Venezuela, yeah. mm-hmm. then you know the meddling that occurred that caused them to want to flee the country. Thank you. And partially to the United States for that. Mm-hmm. And here's the deal. Um, they like their country. And if their country was operating correctly and not under communism and not under globalism, they wouldn't be trying to come here. The whole thing is so messed up, and nobody wants to actually talk about the actual issue behind it. So, well, way when they do? get here and they realize that we're just where Venezuela was about five, six exactly. years ago. Exactly. Then where are we all going to flee? We don't get. We don't have any place to flee. We'll be right back. Lot to share with you in the next hour, and then of course, Doctor Pesta is coming on. Okay, be right back. Kate Daly Show. Kate Daly Radio. Dot com.